0: I Have to eat it the pasta when it's fresh. Your mom
1: made the pasta.
0: You have get on you know, taking it away from your mom. <laughs> this is
1: such a
2: such a bad impression. Oh my god! She He's a better Polish. close. <laughs> He's a me and Mario. Okay, come on, man. <laughs> All right. Sure. Anyways. No, no, that's our intro probably.
0: Anyways. On I'm not excited <laughs> to see
1: Chris Pratt as Mario. If we're talking
2: Mario, I think that's cool. If we ever decided
0: to do that.
2: I'm not much Okay, should we go? Where is it on. What lap is this? Lap five. Uh, dude,
0: this is the fifth episode, actually. So it's pretty good. All right, we boys. should know
2: what we're doing right now. <laughs> no pressure. That's a, that's a good one. All right, boys. Lap five coming at you. So I guess let's start off with uh, the good old auto club race for uh nascar last race at the uh two mile configuration get your uh get your tissues out now get, get your get your dude wipes out and start wiping your eyes because uh that's the last time we're gonna see that abysmal yeah. layout but anyways i was gonna say i'm not gonna cry too no yeah, i don't think anybody's gonna miss didn't out, they honestly. sell out
1: for like a, a freeway or like it's not they sold mean, all Morris. the
3: property
2: yeah they were like we're gonna build more highways or something <laughs> I think they sold 80% of the current property for half a billion dollars is what they were saying. And I think it's going to be in dust. Don't quote me on this. I don't know this part for sure, but I think he said it was going to be industrial zoned. Wow. Nice. So that's, that's kind of good though. We don't want no residential zones or we could lose the track altogether. Auto club is a cool track. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm a little bit sad that it's gone, but I honestly can't really recall the last time there was like some really good race there. 90% of the time they just spread out and it gets kind of boring and nothing cool comes out of it. They also said that
3: the parking will all be sold, too. So
2: they will actually have to rent when they have events there, parking. Yeah, that's kind of cool but weird at the same time. It's also going to take almost two years for them to fully rebuild the track. I recall what they were saying, too. They did say that. And they said they don't know where they're going next year for
3: a California race. Like NASCAR's already committed to a California race but not a track.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. It's kind of crazy. I'll just uh, briefly touch over the results. I know we don't want to stay too long on NASCAR because we've been talking a lot about it the last couple of weeks here. But uh, good old Kyle freaking Bush showing everybody, showing everybody he's still got it. I'm not going to lie. I don't love the man's attitude, but I can't lie. He can drive. He can absolutely freaking drive. Uh, Chase Elliott coming up second.
0: Good win for RCR, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's cool to see that. I'll see if he can hopefully knock Austin Dillon off the face of the earth because I'm going to be honest. I think the only reason that guy's got a seat is uh, what well, we all know. Why. But anyways, he's got a dope <laughs> mustache. That's true. That's true. He be- never mind. I can't say that. Anyways, um, <laughs> I will say you get what I was implying. Anyways, uh, top four Chevys. Love to see it. Just saying, Chevy dominated that uh that top ten. So love to see it uh good old blaney Rrap. as per usual got caught up in uh in something that wasn't his fault so i'll just go cry in the didn't corner didn't he again. hit a cat what what yeah,
3: i saw a tweet where oh, he hit a God. cat
2: on oh, the race Yes. <laughs> yes okay i i i, I don't think that's right that. i'm gonna <laughs> where's the Let instagram and where's the instagram bot we need them to fact check that mm. one because false information here <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um no nah, but uh i think that's about it i mean i don't have anything else i mean we're gonna miss that configuration don't get me wrong it's pretty cool it'll be exciting when we get back there to there uh i wonder what they're gonna replace this track with for the next couple years i wonder if that's where uh i mean i know it's opposite ends of the spectrum but i wonder if that's where like something like wilkes will slide in like later in the year and bump everything else up or something like that cuz I know they're using it just for the All-Star race this year. I don't think there's national points paying race there. I would like I would like to see it. I can I can believe that. Not
1: this year, of course. Well, I mean maybe not next year is what I mean, but um They've also didn't I didn't Dale talk about more dirt? They wanted more dirt in NASCAR.
2: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, without getting crazy into it. I mean, I'm not like I love the idea of it, but I feel like we should just be using already made dirt tracks. Like, I don't know why we're putting dirt on Bristol. In my opinion, it's a complete waste of time and money. And for like a completely mediocre event that's just a wreck fest. But I don't know. Like, why not go to a track that already facilitates everything that you need for dirt? But, uh, but, anyways, a black cat wandered onto the track. Yeah, dude, like just, <laughs> yeah dude, there's so many Reddits be, on this. There's so this many Reddits be, on this, this, on be, this poor so. cat. Did that he he sounds
0: like a down, troll, they say, man. They no, say your there, boy hit just, it. They have
3: a they have a picture of Blaney's car with blood on it.
0: Right well, at, it's right before he wrecks. I don't know if that's blood though, bro. I'm sorry, I don't know if I can.
2: Wait, did Blaney actually wreck though because of the cat? Was I dead? Mistake? No, that? It, was,
0: it was in the big pile up there. Yeah, no, he
2: got that. he got caught in the stack up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but okay. he
0: hit the cat right before the pile up. A black cat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. On the, <laughs> like, the chances, I put it in. Uh, in top uh topics of discussion page. The oh, picture of the big, cat. You can kind of see it down moment. the road and oh. Blaney's headed right for it.
1: Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's pink mist. Unfortunately. Mm. That's a that's
0: a feels bad moment, but uh Dude, rip the cat, really. Let's let's just for a minute have a bit of silence.
1: Okay, moment. All right,
0: silence. I don't nice. know this cat, but I you know what I mean? Thanks, guys. I, I don't know. I don't that. think cool. the
2: cat <laughs> felt it. I don't know. Too soon, too soon. Anyways, <laughs> Uh no that's a that's a ball I got for NASCAR I mean where are we going next week we're going to Vegas I'm pretty sure that's usually where we go so Vegas will be cool hopefully Blaney can do better there and anyone else that we all root for here but other than that let's uh Maybe we get some Fords up front yeah I wouldn't get your hopes up but anyways uh moving on I know Norman's wanted to talk Indy we have kind of left them in the dark but they're starting up this Sunday along with F1 but let's touch on Indy first I mean Norman let's take take it away my friend.
3: Yeah, we're headed to the streets of St. Petersburg in Florida, They where they always open their season. We're going to run, I think it's the exact same schedule as last year. So we're going to wait a month. And then in April, we're going to go to Texas, go see David down there in Texas. What?
0: Shout out. (laughs) Uh,
3: Then we're going to travel all the way back across to Los Angeles and go to Long Beach. We're gonna travel all the way back across the country to um, my great town of Leeds, Alabama, and go to Barber Motorsports Park. And then we have a week or two off, and we I guess we start Indy week or Indy month in May for the road course and the Indy 500 at the end of May. We'll go to Detroit the beginning of June and mid June. We'll go to Road America. July we're action packed with four races starting with mid-Ohio, the streets of Toronto and then we get the double header at the end of July with Iowa. Where we'll have a race on Saturday evening and Sunday afternoon I want to say? No, they're both. There's gonna be Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon. I just saw the times up there. Uh, We'll do the Streets of Nashville after that, which will be horrendous like normal because we'll only race across a bridge, and then we'll all wreck each other into the hairpin at the end of the bridge. We'll go to the Indy Road Course again, and then we'll go to Gateway, then we'll jump up to um, post-Antonio to Portland, and we'll end again at Laguna Seca.
2: I might be going to that race. That'd be cool the portland race i'll let you guys now i remember that
3: they've taken all i think are they taking the 500 double points away this year i know that last year lugina sec at the end of the right the end of the season ender does not have double points now um, but it's going to be a exciting season i think
1: correct IndyCar will no longer award double points for results in the Indy 500 series officially announced Thursday morning as of February 2nd this year.
3: Correct. Good. All right. I was right there. So we're going to, I would say my top people to watch for this season, for the championship, we always got to start out with your normals, your Scott Dixon's, your um, new garden. I think we have to, to look at Scott McLaughlin again, you know, Defending series champion,
1: man, he's good.
3: I would even jump out on to say that we're gonna probably see some, you know, Felix Rosenquist up there again with Arrow McLaren, a Pato Award. He's always been up there, my boy Pato.
1: It's a great series, man. The names and the names in IndyCar are honestly impressive. Like we're gonna, I, this is gonna I be I a good season. I couldn't count out
3: Colton Herta either.
1: No. Calamilot, I mean, like you already mentioned Pat Awards, Simon Pagino, can't sleep on him. They I mean, missing Will, Grosjean. Will Power still in it? Grosjean, Graham Rahal, Alexander Rossi. I mean, come on, dude. There's so Alex Pillow, who's like on been on fire. Christian Lungard. I mean, come on.
3: Marcus Erickson last year was very impressive too.
1: Yeah. All yeah, these all these guy. like Formula One freshies are good. Marcus Armstrong, if we're talking Marcus's think he's going to do well this year
2: do we have an indy 500 layout yet or not or not layout sorry driver lineup we have have some i didn't look one up i they do have
3: in their driver list we have katherine leg is going to be racing for um ray hall letterman i saw that so that's going to be interesting larson's
0: in it right we know that from the nascar side correct
3: i really wanted to see him
2: in the garage 56 car yeah yeah, who they got running that thing? I feel like, I feel like Jeff for some Gordon. reason I want to say Chase Elliott's in there. was he not.
3: No, it's okay. Jeff. It? Oh. No, it's Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. It? Yeah, Jimmy yes. Johnson, Grosjean. Not, not Grosjean. Not Grosjean. Oh, my gosh. Jason, uh, Jensen Button. Yes, Jensen Button. Oh and then I forget gosh. who the other driver is. Check
2: some, like, GT here. driver, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Like, there's somebody that should be in the car other <laughs> than the other two that we don't know about. Well, it's kind of cool though. They're taking like they're taking like the superstars though, which is kind of cool, or like not well, mean not necessarily superstars, but some pretty like really good people. It looks so, like
1: uh, a NASCAR that's inspired by Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's no got, joke. It's like a a Chevy Camaro with a bunch of little fins on it. I like it.
0: Jimmy Johnson, Mike Rockefeller, and um, Jensen Button as the drivers right now. Dude, it's um, gonna be
3: crazy because every other car I know they're not racing anyone, but every other car. You open the door and you get in and out of your car. They have to climb through a window. America. America. <laughs> Duke's
0: Hazard death boy boy, We don't need a door. <laughs> I hope they slide across the hood then. Every oh, time it goes by, there should be <laughs> that, that music start. Them Duke boys are at it again.
3: I was going to go over the Indy Light schedule too. Just for our, our boy, Josh Green. Shout out! Indy cars are going to start out with the big, the big boys at St. Pete, but they're going to take um, almost two months off, and they'll meet back up at Barber. Then they'll go to the Indy Road Course in May. Then they'll do two races at Detroit in June, and they'll go to Road America th- midway through June. They'll do Mid Ohio in July. They'll do iowa speedway only one race at the end of july they'll do the streets of nashville with indycar they'll go back to the indy road course in august they'll do gateway and they'll go to portland and then they'll do two races to end the season at laguna seca so that's their schedule um all their races will be on peacock. So if you're a member on peacock you can watch all the indycar
0: light series so, yeah, by the way, just touch base. Josh Green that we're giving a shout-out to um, races every once in a while in F3 League, League Zero. Um, it is, uh, he's staying he's good. And when he started, he was like the best, but now that league is actually caught up. I think he actually has some pretty good competition when he shows up. Um, but anyways, shout-out to League Zero Thursday nights. Thank you for that, Levi.
1: Appreciate you. Antonio, did you want to ping in? Before I talk tires,
2: yeah, yeah, uh, I was just talking about the garage fifty six car. I was just curious, like I'd love to know what they did to the engine because now they're going from something that has to last, you know, at most four hours. Oh, yeah. Now it's got to run lots of gear shifts up and down in the RPMs, like not a consistent like you know eight grand. Now it's like all over the place, and it's got to do it for twenty four hours. So I'd love to know like a full list of all the changes. Cause like, even if you look at the thing, it's got all kinds of like crazy fins all over it. Like, I'd love to know how much downforce and like stuff they had to do to it to actually make it like have one grip and two the, uh, the durability to last that long. It'd be kind of crazy to
0: know. Well, we I know the biggest, that more. the biggest deal is it's a little bit bigger. I know that much. They were talking about like two, three inches or something, but still it's kind of cool that they made it longer, I guess. So I don't know if that's for wheelbase. Or more, it may be just arrow. Maybe it's longer just because the body's longer, you know? Um, I know that much, but.
3: I would assume in the racing world, when you're looking for longevity on a car in today's world, you tune it down. So I'd assume they would have just tuned the engine down, not to run as you
1: know, high power. They, they are running the NASCAR Cup Series Chevrolet R07 cast iron small block V8 a 5.8 liter 358 cubic inch naturally aspirated um it doesn't look that it doesn't look that special on paper honestly as far as the powertrain goes carbon disc brakes um let's see 32 gallon fuel capacity
0: yeah what i was about to say they made a larger fuel cell which makes total sense right that thing's probably gonna form crazy on
2: f- with all that
0: freaking weight in the with the fuel
2: tank it yeah must be a- boat like an absolute freaking land yacht
1: it does say that it has a full carbon under tray with a Le Mans spec splitter engine panel and rear diffuser so it's got some it's got some juice on it
0: Good gosh y'all look at that rear diffuser thing hanging out the side yeah <laughs> And for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, I don't know if we touched base, but NASCAR's put together a garage 56 car. It's a NASCAR, pretty much, give or take, that is going to run the 24 Le Mans this year. So for 24 hours, NASCAR is going to be going around a track, road course, around GT cars, LMP cars. Hopefully 24 hours. All Yeah, hopefully 24 hours. Yeah, you're going to see your favorite driver flying down the street, and then it's just like, oh,
2: boom, Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think they have any competition, of course, but at the same time, I think this is one of those that if it works out right and they can make it to 24, I could see other people kind of jumping on board and saying, hey, Hendrick, you know, build me one, you know, I'll buy it from you and we can compete. And it would be neat to see, what, a 10-car field or something at, like, La Mall? It would be cool to see.
1: It's a five-speed paddle shift sequential. Ooh, paddle shift. y'all say it had a
3: 32-gallon tank?
1: 32-gallon tank.
3: Sorry, I just did a quick calculation. That's 192 pounds of fuel.
1: Ooh. (laughs) I don't like the five-speed paddle shifts, sequential gearbox. Five-speed?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't think about that part. The paddle shift, I was like, well, that makes sense. But yeah, you think six or seven, you know, down those straights? I mean, LeVon has some long straights. They probably just kept it so it's the same transmission that they use in the in the regular car. Yeah, with our technology, you could have put a seven speed in a five speed housing, you know? I don't that's
2: Well, you never know. I will be honest with you, I don't know. They those those uh, trannies might be made so spec that like they don't true. have like they don't have room or you know what I mean? Yeah, true, I don't know. True, true, I felt
3: true, like true. they were trying to keep the powertrain and the whole driveline very, very similar to what they run in real life. It looks
0: like it. I recall hearing that, too. Yeah, it looks like it. What are they going to do? First, second, third, and fourth is just all short gears. (laughs) It just shifted to fifth. The thing just drops. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like a torque converter.
3: (laughs) Think about the draft that car could get down the Malls on straight. It's gonna be impressive
0: to watch. Bro, think of the week it's gonna put off for all the other cars.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's more like it.
0: I hope they don't loop it like first lap. It That'd
1: looks like a NASCAR. It does. That looked like a standard ZL1 Camaro.
0: That some like preteen got a hold of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
3: before we get off too far off topic, do we want to get Sorry. on these tires? It looks like something i make a need for speed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got me. IndyCar tires. Very cool topic. Um, first of all, IndyCar is bringing the alternate tire to the oval. You must use two compounds um, in the Gateway race on August 27th. Um, we're going to be trying it out. This is real similar to road and street circuits where we have to use reds or what we know as reds. Um, at Gateway this year, um, they'll be trying alternate compounds. Um, and so it'll be the same for the road, same rules as the road and street circuits. You'll need to run the reds at least once during the race. So that's cool. And then on top of that, um, we're going to be running some, let's call them experimental plant-based. What's the real word for it? Here we go. Organic bio. It it is a plant-based rubber. I believe it's pronounced guayule. It's a desert plant that has been found to make a pretty good rubber substitute, and it's being grown all over Arizona. And IndyCar, uh, they call it the Firehawk, which I think is cool. The Firehawk race tire will be featured as the alternate race tire at the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, which is what's coming up this weekend. The Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach on April 16th. The Chevy Detroit Grand Prix um, on June 4th. And... The Music City Grand Prix on August, August 6th. Also the Honda Indy Toronto Grand Prix, which is really confusing. I, th- I also wish that IndyCar and NASCAR would not make their race name so long. <laughs> that would be great. Um, and then we're also running a, uh, a certified circular Buda Dying tire for the Indy 500. And we will be using it for practice qualifying and the race. And it is made from recycled butadiene. What is butadiene? A manometer produced and with recycled post-consumer plastic waste to create the synthetic rubber in the tire. I didn't know that off the top of my head. I was reading it. (laughs) I
0: was going to say, man. (laughs) Ask and thou shalt receive, bro. I just know everything about rubber,
1: man. I got this thing for tires. But anyway, Bridgestone is investing a bunch of money in this. Um, They currently have like 25 or... uh, Wait, hold on. Let me find it. It's more than that. They got a couple hundred acres in Arizona where they grow this stuff. um, And they're trying to get another 25,000 acres of farmland for planting and harvesting guayule at scale in collaboration and partnership with the local U.S. farmers and Native American tribes across the desert areas of the U S so I like this project. I think this is cool. I think if the tire produces good racing and we can grow some weird desert plant in the U S to produce tires, I think that's rad. So I'm interested to see how this tire is going to perform at um, St. Pete. It has a green um, tire wall. That's how you know it's the firehawk race tire is the, it's got this cool green, thing going on with it but we'll so they be seeing ran this a tire
3: lot. they ran the tire at nashville last year though they did they had right. the green tire there
1: it wasn't the first time but we'll be seeing it a lot this year so
0: so the one at indy i just i'm all down for this i'm 100 behind it too it's a really neat and cool thing but the tire doesn't hold up man you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's got to right. hold up and sure, they surely they've done their testing i'm hoping it will
1: this project is totally lame if the tire pops right that's that like i i love saving the planet like i like whales right like i like air air is cool and but if the racing sucks like man i don't know <laughs> so well, we'll i don't see. know
0: i might sh- get again showing the age and norman's probably the only one but i don't know if you remember when they repaved indy and nascar went there and like they had the chip like, they finally mandatory made cautions like every 10 laps to finish the race so people quit yes. blowing tires it ah, was that's ridiculous tough. I could and I'm I don't I think we're past that, right? Technology's gotten a little better. This and that testing. I think we'll be fine. But if we gotta see the tire, you know, blister five hundred. Yeah. Yeah,
3: but that was also during good years like debacle in NASCAR. Like and they could not get a tire right, to save a day at any of those tracks.
0: And if I remember right, it was on the C O T, which was like a brick with a wing on the back and like four tires. It was horrible. Well, four tires till one gave out. Yeah, and three tires then the wall.
1: I'm stoked for IndyCar this season. I think it's gonna be great. I'm I'm I thought it was great last year, and uh I wish I would have given it more time, and so I'm gonna give it a lot of time this year. It's I mean, come on, those names are insane. And the cars are good.
0: There's a lot Racing of talent. Good. Yeah, tons of talent.
1: And we get Lee Diffy, who's my favorite.
3: You guys I would that. say I would suggest if you want to try to get an indie car and you don't have Peacock already, Peacock's the way to go because you get all the excess stuff. You get the practices. You can get all that stuff if you
0: get Peacock. See, that's what we were saying. Indy's even in on it. F1's in on it. I'll reiterate until we get something done. NASCAR, where are you at, dude? I'm on.
3: I guess we can go over this week's um, Team Goon Squad Endurance Series. Really won't go over the
0: podcast hashtag.
3: It was sponsored by us. Um, We won't go over the um, race entirety as a fan, but we'll go over. I'll touch over Musher Seed Racing's car green ran in it. That was the second race they've run this season there. Um, Unfortunately, I was a driver and it was a debacle. I will say that uh we came out and early caution i think like 10 laps eight laps into the race we decided to go to an alternate strategy and pit to top off on fuel to push us to extend the stint it was i thought a great move we had a rookie driver and tim in our car his first endurance race so it would have let us split this race straight down the middle um hour and a half pretty much for each driver Then, yeah, I guess the race came back to green flag. I was in the car, and green dropped, and there was a huge checkup in the chicane. And there was nothing I could do. By the time I realized cars were checking up in front of me, I rear-ended a guy, and then immediately was rear-ended from behind using our fast repair. Um. No caution came out for that one, which hurt because <laughs> it put us a half a lap down. Then I tried to battle back and was doing damage management all the way up until we I bent it twice into the wall at the end of my stint, which is <laughs> all my fault um for not practicing enough that's on me i do have to just give a big shout out to tim he his first race he did very impressive um very willing to learn and i see a lot of potential in him in this car and growing he seems very enthusiastic about learning and getting better and that's what we're about here at um msr so we ended up finishing 15th out of I think 20. I think it was 18 or 20 cars in class. Uh we were early in the race, we were running in the top 10 and I I, I would say I felt that we could have finished probably around 13th to 14th by the end of the race. I think that's where our pace was. But it was a tough one. Um, I don't know if Dave wants to touch any more on the race. I know he spent a couple, I think the first hour and a half up in the booth.
1: Not that long, but I, I hung out with Mason in the booth for a while. It was a lot of fun, man. Uh, those Goon Squad guys, they, they do a good job. That was a lot of fun. The race was a little bit of chaotic, not going to lie. Uh, good battles, though, overall. Really good battles. The, the racing produced between the LMDH and the GT3 car is really fun to watch it, i know it's just two classes but that is that's it really does work out that track map was lit up all the way around the track 100 percent of the race there was no time when there was a settling point it was just kind of chaos the whole time but it was really good racing um but yeah shout out to T- team goon squad for having us out and uh sorry you guys race didn't work out it was cool to see so many um familiar names there, either from League Zero or just kind of from around the Team Goon Squad and kind of our sim racing universe. um It's growing, man. It's a big community of people. If you're listening to this, check them check them out at uh Team Goons or YouTube slash Team Goon Squad. It's the Team Goon Squad YouTube. Um, they have a website too. um Just add a.com to that, and uh yeah, come join us out on track. And on that, we got same, a big Discord. Yeah, really fun Discord. Like, worth it. Even, like, my wife's in that Discord. Like, you can... It's a fun Discord. Just hop in it. You don't need to be an iRacer to have fun in the Discord. And then, um, you know, on that same note, shout out to uh, League Zero, our our little universe of sim racing, um, Formula 3 League on Thursday nights. Levi, did you want to bring us into the wonderful world of formula one
0: formula one is that it's baby it's week. race week it's race week we're about to be on track well we've already been on track but that's testing and i'll get into that um but yeah first race coming up it's race week it's time to do this boys everybody's got everything ready we've got a few extra names in there anyways so they did have a practice like i said last week you don't take much from these practices i mean they kind of come and go there's a lot of testing going on with Arrow and different pieces, but um, it was three days of practice. Um, Thursday, what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Can't remember, Remember, but first day, of course, Max Verstappen set fastest time. Um, not a big shocker there. Um, second day was the Alfa Romeo of Joe. He actually set the fastest time. Now, that does come with a little bit of a caveat I'll come into later, but the third day was uh, Perez. So Red Bull looking good so far in testing. I mean, I don't know if anybody's surprised by that. But uh, the uh, there was a few issues during the testing, but not really anything too bad for the first test sessions. Usually we have a few big hiccups or a car just they can't get it running or whatever the case may be. They they seem to come into the season pretty well ready, even with the uh, lack of testing that was you know allocated per team. But the first one of course was Drogovic. Um unfortunately he's he's stepping in for stroll in the Aston Martin, trying to do some testing, didn't know if he's gonna race. We we do know now that he will be racing. Um it was the first day and literally it was like first couple laps that he went out. It was an electrical gremlin, didn't get any more really I've tried to do some research, couldn't find out what it was. Apparently it wasn't that big a deal. They got the car back out. Um but uh it wasn't nothing really major. Like I said, no mechanically issues. Um It wasn't anything to worry about. He needed the seat time. That's the big kicker there. He didn't get as much seat time. They share seat time during this testing. Not all cars and all drivers were out on the track at the same time. So he did lose that valuable time in the car. Um, And now he will be starting. We know he will be starting the Grand Prix for Lance Stroll. Uh, Lance Stroll, of course, out with the biking accident in the offseason. He's having some time coming back. They don't know when that is. Maybe the last time Drogovic fills in for him. But... He may be later on, so we'll see how that goes. Um, Day two, Norris uh, had only mechanical issue as a steering wheel fairing. I don't think yet again, it's not a big deal. They brought it in, got it fixed, went back out. Um, Things happen like that at the testing. That's what they're for, shake down the cars. Uh, About 30 minutes or so. Left in the sessions when Joe came out, Um, he actually came out on the C5 tire. So they were running three different sets of tires, I guess, you know, different compounds, C3, C4, C5, C5 being the softest compound, which is going to give you the best results. He put the C5 tire on, warm-up lap, hit his hot lap. I mean, he only beat Verstappen by four 1,000th, but Verstappen was on the opposite end. He was on the C3 tire when he set that time. So, I mean... Yes, Joe was at the top of the leaderboard. It looks good on paper, but honestly, if we're stopping, would have blown him out of the water with the C5 tire, for sure. But yet again, not a huge deal. Um, this is all testing. Um, final day, Perez, Red Bull, top the charts. Um, George Russell did have a hydraulic failure, which is kind of a big deal um, compared to the other two. Um, it's not something you want to have happen <laughs> at the testing session. You're okay with a little bit of arrow issue or something, you know, not so. I mean, hydraulics could be a big deal. Um, I don't think it's that big a deal, though. Honestly, they got it fixed, got, got it back out. Um, overall, Red Bull had good pace. I hate to look at anybody else's times too much. Ferrari had a good testing session, but it was super, super quiet testing session. They didn't really blow up anything. They were up at the top of the leaderboards. Uh, good deal is that they are very, very i mean fast. I mean they they're they're keeping up. So if they can do just a little bit of some different things, it'll be good to go. Um so now I don't know if y'all want to talk about the race coming up, that's fine. I do want to talk about the lineups because the lineups are a big deal. Um a lot of changes. Got a bunch got a lot of rookies. I think I don't know it I don't know about you guys, but it feels like there's more rookies this year than there has been in the past.
3: Uh I- I watched a video earlier on some stuff and a lot of people I think are starting to jump on the sandbagging again from Mercedes through
0: the test. Yeah, through session. the test sessions. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, it <laughs> sounded like old Mercedes again. Our car's terrible. The balance was off. Blah, blah, blah. This is wrong. We've got a long way to go. But I don't want to jump on that bandwagon because I think that's the same thing we heard last year and it was the truth.
1: What's the point? Why? Why? Why sandbag if you're a Mercedes? Like, I don't know. What if they actually suck? <laughs>
0: yeah. And so, what my take on it is: if you come out and you look real good, then these other teams, and especially in the last five years or so, they'll just take pictures of your car, figure out what's better, and and do something with it. Where if you're not on the top of the leaderboard, maybe they don't pay attention as much. I mean, we both we all know Mercedes was getting looked at, right? I mean, the domination they had with the last car was just outrageous bad thing is i noticed their wing is almost a copy of the uh ferrari wing front wing but that's kind of weird that they would actually copy somebody i guess what i'm trying to say usually they're on the cusp and trying to do their own thing but the front wings actually yeah
3: when when they were good i always chalked it up to um you're all all gonna hate me on this one the alabama mentality Talk about how bad you are to keep the to keep you always trying to strive to get better. Um, no, we're not perfect. We we can work here. We can fix this. We can do that. I, I that's what I figured. What Mercedes was really doing. Um,
1: being like Alabama.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the mentality that that idea of you know you're never perfect. You can always improve. Right. DoorDash of the Gator. <laughs> Shout out! <laughs> I'm not a joke, and
1: I'm running the whole mile. Yeah, that's right. I'm excited for F1. I think doesn't Austin Martin look good? Aren't they showing promise in Aston testing? Martin? Looks,
0: yeah, yeah. So I was going to touch base on that too because Aston Martin um, really did come out. I mean, Alonso was a big move for them. He got a lot of speed out of the Alpine that I don't think other people would have, and we may not see it this year. I don't know. Um, with a couple of driver changes, Alonso moved over to Aston Martin. He looked good uh drogovich i mean you can't really tell much from him he's just shaking down the car and getting used to things i'm hoping we see a lot more from him this weekend he'll get a couple practice sessions before the race and qualifying and stuff so i'm hoping that that comes out and i hope he can man if you know how exciting it'd be for him to get the call and then he has issues at practice and if he can just make it through like you know q1 right into q2 that would just be huge for him and i think he can i think the car's there oh
2: i have another point actually real quick about uh drive to survive i was actually for once since the since season two i actually started watching uh because i don't know i I liked season one and two bounced out like midway through three because it was just like the over dramatization and then i heard some word from i know a lot of the uh like you know some people who do the podcast some guys who do youtube they, they get early access to that dts stuff and uh there was a lot of mention about how they toned it down on the dramatization and i'm only i'm on like episode four now so i haven't like gone too too far through but even from friends and then just my own personal viewing i actually will say they've gotten quite a bit better um like don't get me wrong they still focus a little too hard on like i guess things that happened during the race that we've already seen that they just kind of like hype up with music and in on that note like i'm not really huge on that kind of stuff to be honest with you i'm more there to see like the behind-the-scenes stuff that you know maybe wasn't covered in the media, like you know uh, how Ricardo's uh, was struggling or something like that. Uh, unfortunately, we missed some key things like Haas uh, getting the pole position at uh, Brazil, which was which was crappy in that sense. But I will say, from jumping back into it, like I'm happier with how this season's been going. Um, I know a lot of people probably have already binged the whole thing. I'm uh, obviously behind the eight ball on that, but. I will say, even even for any of you guys here, if you guys want to watch it, it is a lot better. I think they've improved it significantly from what the junk it was in season three and four. I think
1: it's gotten better, too. I'm like three episodes in. Uh, And, well, first of all, props to Drive to Survive for starting it all out with Gunther and Mattia in the Fiat. (laughs) That
2: was epic, man. When I saw that, I laughed
1: yeah i was like all right okay we like you again cool so i'm into it i'm like three episodes in so i'm excited to see where it goes
0: i i have not seen it i'm i'm gonna watch it. i just haven't seen it yet I, I like i said it's one of those things i haven't had time but i would do want to sit down but i was kind of like y'all i'm kind of staying away from it i'm glad you said something because i was like yeah that's almost like a soap opera it's so dramatized so if they tone that down that'd be great
3: um i stay away from it y'all know that i i struggled even in season I think I got through season one and not even an episode or two into season two. But I, I'm disappointed that you mentioned they missed the Haas poll because I, I was at work that day when that happened. And I, I thought I was something was miss shown on the standings. I, I didn't believe it, it had happened and I actually had to go, like, research it. Do we know if we missed it? I mean, like, what
1: if
2: they do a whole episode on it later? You know how they jump around. They could. No, I I actually have like some sources that told me that they they missed the hospital. Like there are some comments I read on Instagram and stuff. Bum, like I, bum, I don't think people bum. would be saying that. I saw multiple things about it. It wasn't just one. So I'm gonna go with it. That's probably right. I don't think we're wrong. But
3: yeah, what really stunk about that poll? It was on a sprint race weekend too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't even get to. He got to start
2: on pole, but got smoked in the sprint race. Hey, speaking of sprint races, how many do we have? Uh, how many do we have this year? Did it up more or like what tracks do we got sprint races? Let's, yeah. Let's cover that because I don't actually even know. To be completely like, honest with
3: you, I know the th- first three races were Bahrain, which is a no; Saudi Arabia, which is a no; then Australia, which I'm pretty sure is a no. Uh,
1: yeah, looks F1 like F1 be- sprint race venues and dates for 2023. We have Azerbaijan sprint race red bull ring in austria sprint race spa in belgium sprint race lucille in qatar sprint race coda sprint race and interlagos sao paulo sprint race so we have i'm okay with that
2: yeah i think that that. all sounds good i like that track selection for the most part i mean coda it might be good to make coda a little bit more exciting to be honest with you by having that second race because i know that can turn into a sometimes a snooze fest Mm -hmm. um I like the first one. Though, that's cool. See it at Azerbaijan. That's a good track. Um, spa is always good. Sorry, that's what you said, right? You said spa. Yeah, spa. Yeah, spa is always good. Uh, Qatar. Yeah, Qatar should be good too.
1: Sao Paulo. I mean, I love those Solid. tracks. Code is going to sell a ton of tickets on Saturday. Now, I mean, they yeah, are good, But dude, whoa! This year is going to be nuts. I mean, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are going to be elbow Pop, to elbow, people popping
2: off. Yeah. Yeah, rolling in the dough are you going to that by the way maybe i don't know i don't how expensive are the tickets anyways they're probably pretty ridiculous eh?
1: yeah they're they're really i think like they expect went on to spend already. a couple
2: grand kind of thing
1: yeah i think so hold on let's find out
3: the one thing i hate about the sprint races though it's qualifying on friday and most of the tracks they do them at they're during the middle of the day and you don't get to see them, and then everything's spoiled for you because, you know, your phone blows up, or Discord blows up.
2: Well, don't read it. That's what I do.
3: Well, cut out your friend. That was. That's oh what happened God. with Brazil. Is I didn't think anything. I thought it was just going to be like a normal qualifying, and then freaking K Mag sitting on pole, and I'm like, what the hell?
1: I'm on CODA's website right now, and you know how ticket sales are. They're kind of a they can be a scam and you never know what's available. But as far as CODA's website's concerned, three-day general admission is sold out for the 2023 Grand Prix already. Single day admission for grandstands and general admission for the day of the race is completely sold out. Jeez. There's there's three-day grandstand and three-day bleacher. Tickets available only. Let's see what a let's see what a ticket to form. What like uh, what do you want? Stadium section or turn one? What do you want, Levi? Where do you want to sit?
0: I want to set a turn one. All right. I know that track well enough. You can see a lot from there.
1: That's a great seat. Turn one is sold out. Um. Well, never mind then. St- stadium section sold out completely. Turn twelve sold yeah. out. Uh, turn nine and 10 new grandstand. Well, no, wait, that one was there, but it's sold out. Uh, if you want seats there in turn two or turn four, it looks like they are bleacher uh, grand main grandstand sold out. Um, it, let's, let's sit at turn four in the bleachers Two.
0: in other words, you don't get to go.
1: <laughs> if you want to sit in the bleachers at turn four, three day, this is a three day ticket plus fees. It's a grand plus fees. And Ooh. this is this is in the back. Let's see if we want to sit close. That's the same. All of it's about a grand. General admission, yeah. So that's bleacher seats. Um general admission sold out, so I don't know the ticket price. Those are probably if I had to guess, I'd say six or seven hundred bucks. But yeah, that's let's crazy. See. Turn two. Turn two, same story. It's a thousand bucks if you want to sit on the metal bleachers. That's for that's the three good. day. And, and forget the single day because it's sold out. Just forget it. It's over, it.
0: Yeah, I, it's over, dude. Yeah. So Antonio, over, to answer your question. No, I will not be going. <laughs> 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 Once we came back around, uh, no, no, I will not be going. I thought I might,
1: but nah, I'm good. If you guys want to get pit, um, what's what do they call it? The super expensive one, premium hospitality, or the
0: paddock pass.
1: Let's see if we want to ball out. What's up with that? The Turn Twelve Club.
0: Probably sold out
1: turn 12 club located next to the grand plaza parking pass included per person
0: $6000 wow. I'm glad they included the parking pass
1: yeah thank god right <laughs> you can you can sit in the club club and turn 20 for 3 grand if you want to like i don't know probably sit in some plastic chair <laughs> and
3: drink miller light <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want to compare that to the Indy Grand Prix of Alabama? Oh, man. All three a- days is 190 bucks. Oh, dude. And that's garage passes, too. Sign and me up. And parking on site.
1: Sign me up. You hear that? For- I mean, Formula One. See, that's the thing, though. Is like we can't criticize Formula One because
0: they're selling it out. It's yeah. sold wow. out. How much money? I mean, God, dude.
1: Like, it's too expensive, sure, but too expensive to who? Me. And so I don't count.
0: <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> And you would have took selfies with the car and posted on Instagram. I would have. Do you hear Dang.
3: me? <laughs> and you're on an international podcast.
1: I know. Man, they're missing out. I guess that's where the press pass comes in, right? Maybe we should go that route. One of these days. Or we'll just walk in One with day. a ladder and a clipboard and just <laughs> pretend, you know. We'll just be like, hey, you know. Hey, you know and they'll let us right in.
3: Fake it till you make it. Right, we we got to fix this grandstand over here. Yeah, right. or the or maintenance.
1: <laughs> that's insane, guys! I can't believe it's that expensive. I was considering it, but
2: it's bad. It's brutal, dude. I'm glad the only track near me is Portland, because the, tra- the as Norman said, the tickets are so cheap. Even the even the NASCAR Xfinity race tickets are like ninety bucks or something for the two days.
0: That's like it's a, so it's, worth it.
2: It's a bargain. I mean, even for so me, it should be priced. Even for me, it's four hours drive to Portland from where I'm at, and it's like realistically i could go to that xfinity race for like less than like maybe 300 bucks if you factor in like gas and stuff well i guess if you're factoring in like say i stay over the night and all that stuff like realistically i could go there and back probably for 500 bucks that's pretty good that's that's pretty good bargain i mean even even the indie race another six uh, adds add another 200 bucks for ticket cost like it's still, still pretty good
0: i feel like you're four hours away from everything though
2: me?
0: Yeah. I'm four hours yeah, away from Kota.
2: Even my regular races, there's nothing close by. My home track's like two hours away.
0: I don't know what Actually. I'm talking about.
2: What's also crazy about IndyCar, all
3: kids under 15 get in free. Oh, that is All right, that's awesome. it, you guys. I'm 14. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am 12. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whatever.
1: Well... And then the, so formula one's obviously making more money than ever, but there's some efforts to try to save money because of cost cap. Um, Levi, do you want to touch
0: on what shoebox?
1: Yeah. What Haas is doing with their nice shoebox down there. So,
0: <laughs> I don't know if anybody listed, but F1 has these pit boxes they put with all their race engineers and crew chiefs or whatever you want to call them, sitting there uh, making all the big decisions. What is it? Usually six or seven guys can fit in these things comfortably. Haas has downsized theirs. They say that they can save $250,000. There's only three of them. So everybody else has these regular size boxes, and there's these three guys just sitting in this shoe box. <laughs> I feel so sorry for him. I should laugh, but You look like just... a bunch of
2: wankers. $250,000?
0: <laughs> no, nah, man, I'll just pay that out of my pocket, dude, just to not have to sit in this little box. It is funny looking. Oh, it's horrible. But, you know, hey, they're saving money. I mean, that team is having issues, and they're cutting costs everywhere they can. So... Uh, I... Well, you look at it. Look at Mercedes.
3: Toto Wolf doesn't even sit in there. Yeah, Toto Wolf stays in the garage.
2: Well, I don't understand. Like, what even is the point of the pit box? Like, you really don't
0: need to be out there. No, like, why? It, you can
2: do all of it from the garage. I don't understand.
0: Yeah, I used like, what to. Was the I point guess of it to begin with. I think it was because I could get a good look at the pits, kind of an overhead view, so to speak. Right, but nowadays in time, like like you say, nowadays in time, you don't need that. You can see everything on audio, video. Multiple screens. I mean, you got so much telemetry coming in. You don't even need to look at the car, right? Well, it's like the signs they hold out, as if like we need them anymore,
2: right? I mean, it maybe if you're, I mean, if your radio stops working, like yeah, don't get me wrong, you definitely still need a fallback. But like, you know what I'm saying, I'm just like, what?
1: Yeah, they can see their deltas on their steering wheel to like the hundredth of a second, and there's some pit board with like neon letters that says 1.1. It's like cool. Thanks.
0: Appreciate okay, we need <laughs> you to box this lap. Box this lap. Unless you're Ferrari, and then you're like, box this, no, 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 go ahead. No, 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 box. No, 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 never mind. They just just hold out the sign, we are checking. (laughs) (laughs) checking. I hope hope they get
1: their uh, Italian word for doo-doo together this year.
0: Yeah, dude. Okay, so if they do, the first six races, I think, that's always kind of the breaking point, it seems like, an F1 where we know who's where, right?
1: That's what we thought last year. Homeboy Leclerc yeah. was smashing it in the first couple of races, and then mamma Mia.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to draw. I just want a driver, you know, competition like it was with Max and Lewis, but like six, seven, eight deep. I think that would just be amazing. Yeah. But
1: isn't that the way to make real money? Competition. Yeah. We hope so.
0: We're going to see. I mean, they got these rookies. I'm going to go through the rookies real quick because I think their are need to get at least thrown out there before we start. Um, Oscar Piastri, everybody knows my personal feelings on him. My boy Ricardo got done dirty in some deals. But you know what? He's a young guy trying to make it. He's with McLaren this year with Lando Norris. I don't know if you all have already heard. Lando's not a happy camper with the car already. Um, not looking good for McLaren. I've heard there might have been a fist put through a wall like some physical he punched a wall lightly where i mean that's a big deal for him one because he's laid back in two for it was a multi-millionaire
1: ending. british guy punch
0: yeah if well, you know he what tried. I mean. he and tried and not a ufc kind He was like darn it you guys darn it <laughs> it's i mean but we're talking about f1 and it's not like nascar where if you got beef you go and find the guy in pit road usually that doesn't happen and when it does they just talk it out and walk away I mean, for him to put out physical in the first testing, it's like they told him, it's going to be better. It's going to be better. You watch. And then it was not better at all. He signed up for a development project.
1: They've straight up told him that. This is, yeah. this is a project. Still, and you know, you got to want something more than what you had. You know. In his own words, I have no sympathy for him.
2: To be fair, though, they were looking like really good there for a while. They were like on the come up and then the new regs hit and it was just right yeah. down to the bottom. Like yeah, it was good night. You know, see you guys next year.
0: And I wanted to bring that one up first because I think he's probably going to have the hardest time. But at the next one, I think we can all agree in this. Well, three of us in this podcast can for sure agree. Logan Stewart, Sergeant Williams. I mean, I hate that he's a Williams, but we do have an American in F1. Oh, say can you? First time in a see. long time. I can see.
1: If you look at his cred, his credentials, though, man, they're good like logan Sart, is it sergeant or sergeant? sergeant uh which is american as hell american i love it oh it's sergeant logan Sart. yeah like wow that
2: could yes, be any sir. more
1: american <laughs> but uh no homies homie has so many carding accolades he's basically won everything he's done i i'm not gonna lie i tried to ha- hate on the guy a little bit because he came out of nowhere And I was wondering, was it a money thing? Is it like, you know how Formula One works? Like, you can pay your way in if you're rich enough. So I I went down that kind of, you know, hate train. Like, can I find dirt? And honestly, no. He's just talented, dude. This guy is talented. And he's a Florida man, which I love.
0: Problem is, he's in a Williams, boys. Hey,
1: but Williams is, they might be quick this year. We know they had straight line speed last year. All that money they're saving by not putting that screen on their steering wheels finally paying off.
0: <laughs> finally coming around. The guy that made that decision's like, see, told you, three told mile you. an hour more down the straightway. <laughs> 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 anyway, so AlphaTauri's got a new guy, too, Nick DeVries. Now, the problem, well, not the problem, but the issue with that is I say I don't think Sonoda's ready to be the number one driver. So there could be some real competition there at that team, if you ask me, because Sonoda had issues Um, what's a good word for it? It wasn't really there mentally. Um, you know, there were stories they had to like, they sent him with, they had like a guy following him around, like almost a psychologist to try to help him with dealing with things. And he just wasn't mature enough, you know, um, to be an F1 when he first got here. And then now you got Nick DeVries coming up. I don't know much about the guy. Um, y'all probably know more. I know he's F2, F3 guy. Um, so anyway, I think,
1: He deserves his shot, man. I've I've had him on my radar for such a long time. I mean, um dude is Formula Two champion, Formula E champion. A lot of people don't know. He's um almost thirty years old. Like he's really he's he's a little dude, but yeah, he's born in ninety five. So he's like
0: he's he's like twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's news to me, man. I need to do some more searching for these guys because you just think that they're new to the league, so they're you know nineteen, twenty, or twenty-one, he's, or whatever.
1: He's been a big name in WEC. I mean, with the didn't he race with the the Nederland Jumbo group for a while? Um, but like, dude, he's so talented, and I've I've always been a friend uh, fan of Nick. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, he is team leader. I mean, Yuki. Yuki was awesome in Formula 2. I had... Oh, man, dude. Yuki was awesome in Formula 2. I was telling people like you. Yuki, you got to watch this guy. He's going to make it. He's going to... And honestly, now that he's in Formula 1, I don't... He's He's got a long way to go. He's got a long way to go to be where Nick is now.
2: I second that. Yuki was a champ in F2, and so was Guan Yu Zhou. He was epic in Formula 2. Um, And then now, well, I mean, the problem is you can't really, I guess, do too much with the, the cars they're given. I mean, Yuki's a bit different because that car is pretty solid. Like, Pierre's definitely shown us that that car has the capability to do some crazy things when given the right circumstances. But I will say, um, yeah, Guan Yu Zhou is kind of getting shafted a little bit. But both of those guys were, like, crazy talents in F2, which um almost kind of makes you wonder, like with F1, if it's, like, something that's, like, more pressure, if it's, like, damn, there's really that big of a difference in cars, like, I almost wonder who, h- how, like, some of these guys would stack up if we were to, like, throw them all in F2 cars or something spec and just see how they do.
1: I think we'll find out. I mean, Formula 1 is becoming increasingly, right not spec, but um, regulations are coming down harder, and, I mean, these engines kind of all sound the same now, and
2: um yeah 2026 regulations might make it yeah. even crazier we'll see i don't know
0: hot take yeah who can hold on that long you know um stay in there for that i think so these guys will work out a lot better than what they have now you know if they can get closer if they were all in the same car let's say you know somebody like joe or uh you know yuki who knows i don't know
1: i was talking i was given Logan props um I want to read some names of the FIA World Cup karting champions over the years. I just, this is why I think this kid is something special. Um, 96, Fernando Alonso. I just want to go back and we'll skip some years. 2010, Alexander Albon. Um, 2011, Charles Leclerc. Uh, 2015, Logan Sargent was an FIA junior world champion of carding. He's the only American to ever win the junior world championships in carding. Uh, some other names, notable names in different in similar, but different series, of course, Lando Norris, um, Max Verstappen. I mean, there's so many awesome names on this list. Uh, Nick DeVries and, uh, Like I said, the only American flag, as far as you can scroll on this list, other than Lake Speed in 1978. Forgot about that. Yeah. Got to give him props. But other than that, Logan Sargent, your man, your American representative, is the only guy to win the FIA World Karting Championship in any capacity from the States. I think that's something... That's nothing not talk about. I, you didn't hear me say, um. Uh, old Nicholas Latifi. You didn't hear me say, Yuki Sonoda, You didn't hear me say a lot of these names that we're talking about right now. But Mister Logan's names on this board, alongside some of the greatest drivers Lance of all time. Lance Stroll. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. He's not. He's not on that list. I don't think.
1: Not very many Canadian flags, Antonio. You should get to work. Oh.
2: Yeah. All right, man, it's not much racing up here. It's hard, okay. I mean, <laughs> trying to race, bro, but it's like a foot of snow outside, so can't really do that.
1: <laughs> anyway, Levi, continue. I just, I was digging for this list, and I finally found it. Yeah, it's just, I know that is it's that really is impressive. Ind- like, I, I have such yeah. high hopes for this kid. I hope he gets signed to big teams. I, I hope he stays in it, and uh, I, I hope. And I think that he has better accolades and bigger chops than Colton Herta, as much as the media would like to hate it. But I think he does.
0: But the driver changes all across the board was Alonzo. Fernando Alonso went to Aston Martin. Pierre Gasly took his spot at Alpine. Alpine showed really good pace there towards the end of the last season. Um, then, you know, Oniko Hulkenberg, the Hulk, is uh, back. He's a new old driver, of course, uh, for Haas. He's been around a while. I think he'll do okay. Haas is Haas. Hopefully they look better. Their test times looked like a tick up. Like they actually might be scratching the midfield, which I'm hoping for. Yet again, fan of anything American Formula One. Hopefully they can do it. Um, I mean, besides that, that's that's it. Um, we're going to Bahrain. First practice will be on the third. Um, and then they qualify... Saturday race on Sunday, uh, March 5th, which is my mom's birthday. Shout out to my mother.
1: Haas has more cumulative experience between Hulkenberg and Magnussen than Ferrari does. They are the third... If you just look at the amount of years that both drivers have been in Formula 1 and add those together, they're the third most experienced team in Formula 1.
3: Quick tangent. Any news more on and. Dreddy Cadillac, Formula One.
0: Not really. I think it's going through the paces that it has to go through with FIA. And then you got, you know, some guys over here on the F1 side that's fighting it. So until all that gets done, I don't think there's going to, we're going to hear much more about it, but.
3: Going back to what David was talking about. Hypothetically. Andretti gets their team. We know that Colton Hurt is going to be a
0: driver. Do you think they go after Sargent? I think we have to see what happens. Exactly. Yeah, we. I have to see what he can do. Uh, if if not, if he doesn't work out as well as they would like to see, then why not go with Colton Hurry? If he hasn't really shown you anything, then you're not going to lose anything.
1: I, I think it's not in... I don't think it's in Andretti's interest to go full American, right? Like, I don't think that they should go full American, two American drivers, all American staff... Like if they want the love from the overall mothership of Formula One, they gotta have I think a international driver as their second driver.
3: I think you push the whole. Um, I think you push the American. Like if if Sargent can compete, you put Colton Herder in, you put Sargent as your number one, and you push this whole America. We're, we're America, and we're here to dominate.
1: I think people will love to hate that, and they may that might be good TV, but. I think for the most part, they like they didn't they talk about wanting to raise the entry fee to six hundred million dollars now for Andretti Cadillac. I saw a, a headline about that. It was six hundred million. I'm not sure how valid that is, but like, I don't know. I think I think you got to start. You got to start small. I mean, like,
0: I think you're just about like anybody else. You know, you have to have a name, and then somebody else. I mean, Lance Stroll was kind of. I mean, yes, he. Busted, his, you know, he got some chops and stuff in the lower league, but not well enough as some of these other guys that are getting passed on. But his dad on the team, so he'd come up. But it's like every time he's had somebody, Vettel, Alonzo, uh, some other name that is just known in F- F1, you, I think that's something you do have to do. Agree.
1: I think Colton Hurd is going to do well. I think the day will come. There's too much press about it. Like the kid's going to get a shot sometime. And uh, I think you can't sleep on Pedo Award either. I think he's another name. And um Alex Pillow. I think all those guys may have their day, especially with McLaren, depending on how Piastri does. And McLaren seems to be turning into the new like Red Bull, like driver meat grinder. <laughs> like they have so many names on their list and they're kind of all interchangeable and they're all getting test drives at Bahrain. And like, um it kind of makes me wonder too if Zach Brown is one of the Guys, this is speculative, but it makes me wonder if he's one of the guys that's super
3: anti-Andretti. From my understanding, Zach is one of the guys that's actually behind Andretti.
1: That's cool. That makes me happy because I'd like but to love the guy.
3: That's, he's American.
0: So. And if somebody else, McLaren can beat up on if they aren't any good. <laughs> it's a conspiracy,
1: dude. Formula One creeps me out sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. I don't yeah. got enough money in my bank account to know what these people are thinking, dude.
0: Yeah, and really change the subject a little bit, but the only controversy that I know of that came out of like the practice session and stuff so far, usually there's a bunch of people throwing up stuff, but we kind of touched on it before, was Ferrari put some kind of little inlets on on the middle of the you know, car and of course Toto Wolff's the one that raised his hand about it. Um, so we'll see what goes with that. They've turned it into FIA to check for regulations. So it's pretty much like into pit road, um, you know, type stuff. But besides that, it looks like we're going into the season. Everybody's unveiled their cars. Everybody took the covers off. Everybody saw them. Nobody seems to have major problems with anybody's car yet. Uh, the little thing with Ferrari, we'll see how that goes. I think they're within regulation if I've read it right, but we'll see where that goes. But besides that, I think the season's ready to rock, man. Um, I don't know if it's, uh, time for the, uh, can we it all can we ended. all agree
1: that getting rid of the last chicane at the Barcelona track was a great move?
0: Oh, yeah. Big Just time. last thing. Yeah, very very last thing. But, yes, I, I'm happy to see it. Uh, Antonio, we he's ran that track in his league, you know, with that configuration, without the last little chicane. We've done it before at our league on iRacing because it's trash. And I'm glad that they seen that it was, too. Yeah,
2: so much better without it, for sure.
1: All right, guys. So ending Formula One talk, let's do a in it or Bennett in it or win it for the drivers for the season. Just generalized. You know what I mean? Like Bennett being a generalized, are they going to suck? And in it, are they going to be something that we talk about? And win it, of course, that speaks for itself. So uh, I don't want to start. Levi, you start.
0: I can start this. Yeah. So for the Bennett, I'm pretty sure. Um, I know he's probably going to do that. I'm afraid it's going to (laughs) be our boy Logan. I don't think that Williams, I know I'm sorry. I just don't think Williams is going to be there. I think he's going to be trying too hard. Um, and that's, that's my pick on that. Um, in it, I really, I really think it's Leclerc. Um, that's going to be in it. I think he's going to be in it. I think the Ferrari team's good anyways. Um, but to win it, of course, Max for stopping, um, I think he's going for a third. That's just it. Sorry about the Logan Pig, boys. Breaking your heart. Breaking my heart. Breaking your heart. All right, not me. Norman, go. All right. Um.
3: To Bennett. Yes. I would go. I'm going to go with Ocon. I think at Alpine, he's going to have a tough one. To be in it, I want to say Signs is going to be in it. That one kind of hurts. But I think Signs is going to be better than anyone suspects. I think he could be, not saying he beats Leclerc, but he's going to be right there with him. He's going to be pressuring him in that Ferrari seat. And then I I have to play with house money here and say Max. And I would also have to say Red Bull's
0: going to win the Constructors again. There's no doubt about that.
1: Them boys good.
0: Them boys good. Levi, who is your Constructor? My Constructors are uh, Red Bull. Yeah, I forgot to touch base on that. But yeah, I mean, it's Red Bull. Um, They're just... Everything's good right now, man. It's all looking back, Max and Red Bull.
1: Them boys good. Oh, hot take. Levi, since you're like Ricardo fan, did you see... I, it's probably the media hyping it up, but didn't you, did you see that like Mark Helmet Marco was quoted talking about like he's still up in the air about who their number two driver is between Perez and Ricardo.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I so I think that's just that real Perez, in. I think it's keeping Perez in line. I'm hoping that that isn't even a real statement because that's just going to make turmoil. I mean, am I wrong? And that cannot roll over to Max or Perez. I mean, they're the top team; it's theirs to lose. That's a rich so, guy threat, right? I hope it's not real. I mean, okay, for my guy, Danny, you know I hope <laughs> it is real. I hope we're doing something here, but I don't think that it is anything really i think I mean Perez, you know it is what it is he's he's in the two thousand twenty four he, he's up on his you know terms, maybe they're trying to push him out, maybe they're trying to get him to resign it may be a play on his contract, and that's about i I don't really know. Did see it? Don't believe it.
2: I swear to God, <laughs> they give that man zero respect. He's good driver, and two. they just toss him around. I feel so bad. I know he's solid. Like we saw him, he's the minister of defense. Like we saw it in 2021. Oh man, I just feel so bad for him. His dad's so happy. I know. I know. He's such a like lit guy, bro. I couldn't even imagine.
1: Like I said, dude, Mexico's a huge market. Like I see. I see more Sergio Perez ads in Texas than I do Max Verstappen. It's rare to see a Formula One ad at all. It's mostly like Red Bull at the gas station, but it's still, it's Sergio, you know? There's a market for that. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people.
3: Yeah, but Max has that market over there in the Netherlands. The same thing.
1: All right. I'm not going
3: to hate on the Netherlands. (laughs) I've never been there. (laughs) 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 <laughs> all right all right <laughs> but he like we we freaking have races that are covered in freaking orange flare smoke because of him
1: yeah old maxi max Dutch fans are just wild they're wild dude they but they got nothing else to do it's like isn't it like frozen most of the year there anyway i don't know
2: i don't know man i just work here i just work here that's right anyways okay like i'm going up next yeah, that's right all right, so Bennett. I had this ready. I don't even know who the heck I'm picking now. Bum, bum. Um. Oh, you know what? No, no, you know what? I know who I'm picking. I'm going to go with Yuki Sonoda. I think he's going to have a rough year, and I'm going to be honest. Love the guy. I think he's cool, but I think he's going to have a rough season, and he's going to be facing potentially losing his seat at the end of the year. That's my hot take. Oh, I, th- I think it's a realistic chance that that could happen. I can get behind um, that one. Now, you guys are going to think I'm biased in these next three choices, but I actually do feel like there's potential. Now, obviously, we say this every year as Ferrari fans, but seeing, like, performance from last year out of signs, I want to 100% say he is my pick for in it. I am with you on that take, Norman. I think he is solid. I think he's going to do great. Um... Now, obviously, everybody counts Max Verstappen in as well. I mean, if there's, like, a tie for in it, I'm going to say both of them. Um, for win it, man, I really, really want to say Leclerc deserves one. I really, really feel like that guy deserves one. Um, I hope Ferrari can give him the car to do it. I hope they can give him the strategies to do it. Um, I have faith that he can do it, given the right car and, and all the other thing and all the stars align. Um, I really do think they are the only realistic opportunity for challenging Red Bull, unless Mercedes makes some big ground that they just haven't been showing us. Um, Which again, I I wouldn't mind if either team was battling um, any of those three teams, as long as one doesn't run away with it. Um, And then I guess naturally, like if I pick win it as Leclerc and and then in it as Sainz, they would probably have to win the constructors at that point. Um, So I'm gonna predict that. I mean, again, you're gonna call me out for Ferrari bias, but I feel like something's got to happen at some point, man. Like they—they've been so close for like so long that they can't just be mediocre forever. Something's got to happen. Like they—they they had flashes of brilliance last year. I think they're gonna finally put it all together with this new team principal. They had a reshuffle in the str- in the strategy department. Um, I don't know. It's a recipe to win. We're just gonna hope for the best, I guess.
1: I hope Great. so. <clears throat> I would love to see Ferrari do well again, man. I'm not, I'm not a like I'm a Ferrari fan because I'm a Formula One fan. I feel like you have to be a Ferrari fan a little bit. Like I want to see him do well again. No, you don't. Okay. Well, I like I like Charles Leclerc too. I think that guy is so talented. Like really talented. Okay. Anyway, I think Bennett. Mm, Oh, man, that's tough. So I'll just give you my, my my thoughts. When I started this, I wanted to say Pierre Gasly because he's a new a new team, but I love this guy, and I think he's super talented, and he deserves to do well. So I hope Pierre Gasly doesn't bend it. I just want to be on record saying that. Um, man, I'm not impressed with Yuki Tsunoda. I didn't want to cop anyone, but I'm not impressed with this guy. He, he did so well, but, and he's a good personality. And, um, I think he's a dream to work with if you're an engineer, cause he's tiny, right? Like there's some tents to be found there, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. This guy needs to either pick it up this year or he's on the way out. Honestly, the rest of the grid to me looks pretty good. I'm on I, Bennett Oscar Piastri was one of my thoughts too, but mm, I don't know. I would like to see him do well just cause he's a new driver. I'm sorry, Levi. In it, uh, man, I want to see Sergio Perez do well. I know we were just dogging on him, but I would love to see this guy um cons consistently be Max's Valtteri at least until he finds us another team. I know that's sad to say, but it's his job. I mean, dude, you're getting paid millions of dollars. Like, dude, I'll run P2 for the rest of my life. You pay me. That you kind know what?
0: You know what you signed up for in that. Yeah. In that. But-
1: I mean, come on, man. I mean, and, and he's great. And he, yeah, he's driven for a lot of teams. But in it, I'm saying Checo. I like Checo. And win it. Uh, I mean, it's hard not to say Max, right? The dude is just incredible. Uh, but I would love to see Charles Leclerc win it. If you would have asked me this same question exactly a year ago today, I would have without a doubt said Charles Leclerc to win with the new era car and stuff before. And then we saw that he was incredible and it was awesome. And I actually thought we were right. And there was some YouTubers that thought that too. And like, I was kind of on the Ferrari train. And so I don't think that's dead, man. It's Ferrari. They got a lot of money. So officially on the record, I think max is going to take the title, but I hope it comes down to the last race between him and Charles. We need to comes, see it.
0: I hope it comes down to the last race period. Right. I hate to be that way. I'll, you know, I'm a rebel guy now. Cause Danny's third driver, reserve driver. Um, Red Bull is easy to get behind right now just because they're winning. My wife's a Big Max fan, so uh, it's Red Bull house over here, but I don't really even care if it's them. I just want a good, hard-fought championship. The deal between him and Hamilton a couple years ago brought in a lot of fans. It brought in a lot of controversy, but it was fun to watch.
1: My constructor pick, um, this is where I think Ferrari actually has a chance. If they did get their act together, I think this is... They got a better chance at constructors than they do Charles winning the championship over Max. I mean, Charles is a great, great qualifier, but I don't know if he can beat Max in race. So far, we have not seen that he can. In my opinion,
3: I agree should it agree
2: be, yeah, be fun. Yeah, should be fun.
3: Y'all know me; I just can't pick
2: it. Yeah, I hear. Should that. Norman will agree with that anything that's against Ferrari. Let's be honest; he's just an outright hater. Hater. at least he knows who he is is it the ford thing man yes
1: but they didn't do anything wrong it was just racing i mean they were just yeah that's
3: exactly it it's they were ford's competitor at le mans in the 60s and that's where ford's racing really got taken off and it's just
1: so you should be thanking them you should be like what's antonio what's thank you in italian (laughs)
2: Grazie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, if you want to really say, Grazie a tutti. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right.
0: No, it's Except
3: just. No, they, they've dominated. It's... So, are you going to be a Red Bull fan? Mr.
2: Ford? Uh-huh. Uh
3: huh. I probably.
2: See? Gonna be cheering for uh, Max. Imagine, come on, jump on the train, jump on the train. i'm still wait. train. I'm I'm wait. waiting for the day. For for this man go, wears like, go
1: Max,
2: dude, a Red Bull Ford powertrains Max Verstappen jersey to a race event. I will pay good money to see Norman do that. I just want to say, I wonder if Red Bull's thought about how they're gonna have to make them those
1: shirts in double X and triple XL.